0: Hey, if you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713 322 hurt That's 713 322 hurt Or you can go to the website DaspitLaw.com.
1: It's Del Olaleye and John Granado. It's Del Olaleye Del Del and John Granado. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's Del Olaya and John Granato.
2: Why does he say your name like that? That's stupid.
0: It's not even the correct way to no. say the new way. Olaleye. Oh. Olaleye. Olaleye. I don't. Why does your? Now we're going to talk. Why does your tongue get heavy when you <laughs> say my name?
2: Rachel Poisky, coach to curemdorg Go to it now and see what Rachel and a bunch of people are doing, trying to raise money for Duchenne. Duchenne. Muscular dystrophy. And it's a it's gonna be uh, coming up September thirtieth, right here. I mean it's coming up this here. weekend. This will this weekend. Uh, and Rachel's joining us once again. You you were with us last year, right, Rachel?
3: I think so, yeah. Thanks so much for having me.
2: Well, we appreciate you being here. Talk about what we're doing, what you're doing this weekend to raise money, what what the coaches are doing.
3: Yeah, so it's Coach Secure M Z, it's a partnership with the AFCA and Parent Project Muscular Dystrophy. And you're going to be watching all your college coaches this weekend, and they're going to be wearing a patch that says Coach Secure MD. And they're just helping us raise awareness and money for uh, Duchenne. Duchenne muscular dystrophy is one of the most fatal diseases of childhood. Um, My son Joel has Duchenne, and 18 years ago when he was three, he was diagnosed, and they told us, He'd make it till 16 or 17, but um, he actually celebrated his 21st birthday last night. And so um, we're just, you know, we're so excited because Coach cure has been around for 16 years and we've made some advances in research and treatment. So your college coaches and high school coaches are out there just helping, helping us raise awareness about Duchenne and you know, ending this disease, getting it taken care of.
2: So I have a couple of friends with muscular dystrophy, but this Duchenne is a specific type, right?
3: Right, yeah. There's a bunch of different um, types of muscular dystrophy. This is one of the most common types, and it affects primarily boys. And that's kind of the connection to college football is – you know, they're losing their lives around sixteen, seventeen, eighteen mm-hmm. when they should be going to college football games and playing college football. So that's why I think the AFCA really connected to this cause because, you know, they're all coaches are all about developing young men and I think it just really impacted them that these young men don't get to experience college and college football in the same way. But like I said, we've come a long way and we've got several Boys in colleges and you know thriving, thanks to some um, treatments that have come about. We're still not there, but we're we're making progress.
2: So uh, Rachel uh, Poisky is with us here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. Raising awareness is one thing. How do we raise money?
3: Yeah, that's great. Yes, we definitely need the money. So um, you can text the word "cure" to five hundred one five hundred one, and it raises. um you, It's twenty five dollars. Just shows up on your phone bill. So, um, cure to five hundred one, five hundred one, and that helps us raise money for research. We had we've had one drug that's come about this year that some of our four and five year olds are getting, and that really could change like the whole course of the disease. But we got to keep going. We're not we're not there yet.
2: Five hundred one. Oh, sorry, five hundred one, five hundred one, and just text cure. I'm doing it right now. Everybody, you, yep. if you're dri- well,
0: if you're driving, you're probably stopped in
2: traffic somewhere. So, so you, you can, can do it.
0: it, and but if you're moving, just wait yep. you'll have the opportunity uh if you this weekend you can see the hashtag at excuse me hashtag tackle Dechen, and that'll be your way of following the tweets going on. all coaches are going to be involved in this, so this has been going this coach to MD is launched two thousand and eight, so it's a sixteen year thing thing excuse me, so I'm just i just want to know did you have a firm number as far as coaches involved, the university involved because like you said, you'll see the patch if you didn't know what it was the previous years, now you know, it's been going on for quite a while. Do we have a firm number as far as how many universities and coaches are involved?
3: Yeah, we're, we're well over 300 uh, universities and uh, colleges at this point. Um, a lot of divisions are at 100% participation if they're playing this weekend. So, um, yeah, we've got a lot of D1 schools, a lot of D3, NAIA, D2, you know, D2 um, across the board, and we actually send boys – um, across the country to go to games to be honorary captains. So we've got boys, you know, all over the place being introduced and on the field. And it's really cool for them because they get to go and be a celebrity for a day at these football games. So, um, you know, we, we're, we've been so blessed with so many college coaches who've just poured into this year after year after year. To just keep fighting with us. And I was going to say, too, org is also our website if you want to go look on there and see if your school's participating.
2: So, if you're a high school coach in the area right now listening to this, how do I get
3: involved? you coach is a way and then you know as much as you can push out our text secure 501 501 text the word here uh that's a great way to do it and uh, we have a lot of local boys in houston with duchenne and always willing to show up at a high school game and raise awareness
2: that'd be great if you're a high school coach right now listening even if you're not the head coach talk to your head coach let him wear the pat have will you guys wear the patch Bring a local kid to one of your games this Friday night. you got time to get this done. It's Coach2Cure, T-O-CureMD.org, Coach2CureMD.org. And there's a page where you can sign up. You can donate. You can create a a fundraising page. You can create a way to get involved, uh, get somebody at your game. It's great. All this stuff is here for you. It's easy to navigate, really good. Uh, website coach to cure md.org. So good stuff. Yeah. yeah, this is a great cause. How much do, do you have a number on what you raised last year?
3: I don't have it right off the top of my head, but um, we have raised, you know, well over a million, two million dollars since we've been starting this. And we've had some corporate sponsors and things like that. And what's great about it is we do it on the national level, and then there's a ton there's like individual tailgate events and things like that across the country as well. Um, So yeah, we've raised a lot of money over the years and you know, the pandemic hit us a little hard. We're bouncing back from all that in terms of our fundraising, but um, yeah, we, we, we've raised a lot of um, great money that have gone to a lot of college to universities um, and they've been doing research. So that's the other cool connection is, A lot of places where we've got some football teams the coaches wearing the patch Um, in the classroom, they're doing some research to help us um, find some cures and long-term treatments for Duchenne.
0: Rachel mentioned the schools participating. There is a list, so I know a lot of you guys like to support your school and and plenty of ventures. So if you go to org, you'll be able to see. M D. Sorry, org. You'll be able to see if your school is participating. I know Houston is, Texas A&M is, Texas A&M is. So they're supporting this cause. I know you guys like to support them and other things. This is something you also should support. Um, like John mentioned, there's a donate page. You can create a yep. fundraiser page. There are plenty of opportunities to help this cause, a, a worthwhile cause. And as Rachel mentioned, it it affects the guys or the, or the young men who you see going out there and playing right before that age where they are college football players. So a worthwhile thing to get involved in.
2: Absolutely. And has there been any breakthroughs research-wise, or we see any progress?
3: Uh, Yeah, definitely. There's a a gene therapy that has come down the pike. When Joel was diagnosed 18 years ago, there was no clinical trials. It was really barren. But now we have um, hundreds of clinical trials, and we have one gene therapy breakthrough drug that some of our four and five year olds are able to get. Um, and so they're getting that drug right now and we're seeing a lot of great improvement. So I mean I you know, I'm hoping I don't have to be on here in ten years <laughs> that we've cured Duchenne. Um, so we're we're there we're not there yet, but we're making progress and I really know it's because of the coaches' involvement and coach security and D and just the money we've raised for research that we've helped fuel that pipeline to, to end Duchenne. So yeah.
2: Yep. That's uh, Rachel Poisky. Coach to Cure MD dot org. If you're looking for and, and five hundred one five hundred one. I just did it. It's twenty five bucks. It'll go on your phone bill. You can afford that. Let's go. Uh, text uh, Cure to five hundred one five hundred one right now and uh, donate and let's let's get that going. And man, it sure would be great to uh, get a nice. So they've already made some strides. If they could yeah. find some way to cure it, that would be unbelievable. But they can't do it without money, without research. So, five hundred one, five hundred one, cure text cure to five hundred one, five hundred one, and put it uh, twenty five bucks on your phone bill. Let's go, uh, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it, and uh, best yeah. of luck this weekend. Yeah,
3: thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me
2: on and just helping us uh, fight Duchenne. That's great. That is great. Uh, there's Rachel Poisky right here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. Be a good person today. Be different, unlike be different than you have. Been. <laughs> I you am, normally are. I
0: am. I'm being different than I normally am. Okay. I don't like giving you credit for anything because it, it it actually does things to my soul. To it, a piece of my soul <laughs> sloughs off every time I do. Right. But outside of this forum, John John is a a good person when it comes to What's stuff so? like this. He's he's involved in quite a bit of things like this where he's supporting causes that need support. So if you like John, you think he's the man of the people, which, I, the people. which I fight right. against. In this way, he is. See, so back, John. John is telling you to do it. Do it. Yeah. No, do no, it no, no, now.
2: No. no, 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 no. Man of the people, and we need to get people health. That is so. I got, I got people with muscular dystrophy, and it is so. Oh, it's so tough because you, you know, you just I can't do anything that you used to do. This one is a little bit different in that it's a killer. Yes. Uh, the the other one is you've got to live with it in your life and and, and eventually wheelchair and it's just so you know you just feel uh, so bad because you see the decay and you see how how difficult it is um, you know that and uh, all of these diseases a, work for the to the muscles that yeah that really affect it's, your uh,
0: your life it's just so difficult it takes a toll on the person involved and certainly the family oh, the as family, well we, yeah. Rachel we heard she her son. Live past life expectancy, and, hope, and we all hope that continues. Uh, but you know the toil, the toll it takes on the people who love love uh, individuals afflicted with with these diseases. Yeah. So please, uh, once again, text five hundred one five hundred one to no okay. text cure to five hundred one five hundred one. It goes right on your phone bill. Uh, easy thing to do, and uh, can help the cause.
2: Great, yeah. So good stuff, Rachel. Thank you so much for being here and uh, what you're doing. I mean, you want to talk about somebody that's uh, given her life. She was here last year, uh, giving her life to to help uh, people, help save people, and maybe maybe change the world with this. So that's good stuff. Way to go, Rachel! Uh, that's what I like. People doing important stuff as opposed as to opposed what, to what I do every day. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do. have. Let's say you have a frivolous life, let's, right? Let's call it that. No, no, no. It is absolutely
2: is absolutely is. Um, you know who's doing good work too? Is Home Bank. Home Bank is doing great work. Community Bank since 1908. 115 years and, quote-unquote, still rocking it, baby. Let's go home bank. Somebody tweeted, hey, what's the name of that bank that you were talking about? Listen, you got financial goals. You're not reaching them. You need a bank that's going to help you reach them. That's their standard. Local bankers, they have local knowledge. They bet on people, okay, in a lot of instances. They know how to deal with. With checking accounts, with the small businesses, they know what they're doing. They've been doing it, and they've been doing it for years and years and years. So especially if you have a small business here in this, and you know what's a small business? Anything under billions of dollars, that's a small business, so you they can help you. Business, personal banking as well, banking solutions for nearly any need, competitive rates, with other banks, they've got five Houston area locations, River Oaks, Sugar Land, Gulf Freeway, Clear Lake, Friendswood. They have 42 total banking centers. So they're, it's a big bank, man. This is, they know what they're doing. And they're going to do it here. They're in the city of Houston, and they want you to stop on by. Any home bank location or visit home24bank.com, home24bank.com. Good for business, good for life. Home bank, member FDIC.
1: ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. I don't get it.
0: There are things in this world that we will never fully understand. Understand.
1: Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance.
2: I. Nine fifteen, ESPN ninety and ninety um, Did you see that the U of H basketball schedule is out? Their first Big Twelve basketball schedule.
0: I know that those have been coming out around the country. I didn't see Houston's though. So, uh, so my buddy is putting on a game uh,
2: December sixteenth. They're taking on Texas A and M
0: at Toyota Center,
2: which is going to be totally sweet. It's also it's a uh, at the double header with LSU and Texas playing as well. Texas coming off an elite eight appearance. U of H and Texas A&M. Texas A&M has been playing good basketball the last couple of years. And uh, they got screwed because they were really ugly about not making it the year before. So they got they got screwed in the tournament as far as their seating went. Uh, and Texas, obviously, yeah, uh, playing great in LSU. This is going to be a really, really fun day at Toyota it, so
1: Center. So
0: they're all in the same. Are they calling it the Miami Invitational?
1: Not
2: because well, they all got
1: Because
0: yep. <laughs> of what Miami did to Texas and Houston? Is that the title of it? It's not the Miami Invitational. The, the Miami Losers Bracket, is that what it's called? <laughs> it's it's the Larinaga Losers. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Shout out to Coach
2: L. Um, so you got that. Uh, Texas comes to Houston and the Fertitta Center on February 17th. And the last game of the season is Kansas, March Ooh, 9th. That's a good one. At the Fertita Center. How about that? Uh so man, we want to talk about, about fun. It starts the first game is West Virginia, January sixth, the first Big Twelve game. January sixth. And uh, they've got Rice at home, December sixth. That's preseason. The preseason schedules. Eh, they got Z- at Xavier, which is always they're always a good team. Otherwise, UL Monroe, Texas A and M, Corpus Christi, Stetson, Tosa. You got you got a lot of a lot of you know just warm up games before you start. But once the season starts, the Big Twelve season, let's go. Well, have, and Texas A and M before that
0: has since the revival and what Kevin Sumlin has done. Have they been in a lot of like big preseason tournaments? Like I, they've never been out to Maui. Have they been in? Is it all? Oh, yeah. Have they been the Maui since Kevin? Salmon? Kevin Samp, Kelvin Sampson. Yeah, gosh, Kevin Sampson, Kelvin Sampson. Kelvin Sampson, sorry, Kelvin Sampson.
2: Yeah, since he, yeah,
0: they played in
2: last year in, I believe. Well, and I know that they took a trip this off season, right? They went to, they did an Australian trip, or a, they did a, they did a big trip this off season, but yeah, they've played in. Uh, Vegas, or where did they play last year? I'm looking at it I think, I'm, I'm right. look, I think it right they now. played in, some, in one of the preseason ones. Um, but this is a great – this isn't a good program. It's I a guess, great I, program. I guess I'm thinking of,
0: like, those big tournaments where you see Duke and Kentucky, and, oh, and Houston's there too. Because I'm looking at the schedule from last year, and uh, they, obviously they started off really, really great. Uh, their big their big out-of-conference game was Alabama at home. Right. Uh, they, and they played at Oregon. But I don't think they, they went to one of those major – tournaments where you see yeah the maui invitation yeah, or, or, or things in new york and stuff yeah, like that right right i guess that maybe that's not what he thinks is best for his team uh, but they'll be good again they'll they're entering the big 12 unlike their football counterparts there's their top 10 ranked team pre in the in the preseason polls and got a real shot to win the conference and do even better uh in the tournament than they did last year yep
1: yeah.
2: He's got a great program. Great, great, great program. So this will be fun. I just wanted a little mention. They go to Texas January 29th, on Monday night. That'll be a big Monday game, uh, more than likely on ESPN. Yes, it is an ESPN big Monday game. So they've got that Saturday, February 3rd. They're on ESPN at Kansas. At TCU is an ESPN game, January 13th. Iowa State, ESPN 2. And that last game against Kansas is an ESPN game as well. So they're getting plenty of ESPN love. They've got ESPN Plus games, ESPN U games, ESPN 2 games. And this is a big major program, yeah. and Kelvin uh, Sampson deserves a lot of credit for what we, he has yeah, done. Yeah, we,
0: we know football drives everything, but in this this city with this team, they they haven't suffered from lack of attention as far as where a committee would rank them, but they're, I think they're going to become even more of a national program, entering one of the best basketball conferences in the country, and they're going to be right there with all those teams. Uh, you're going to, instead of having to sift through the games against Temple and UCF to to build hype for, for the program, you get Texas, you get Kansas, you get Iowa State, all these teams who have been staples in the tournament, and that's where Houston should be. They're one of those teams that uh, that should be considered a national title contender almost every year. And uh, they'll get to prove themselves throughout the year, so it, it's it's going to be great for basketball.
2: It uh, it is it is uh, going to be awesome. Um, so Dan Graziano wrote a piece today on whether or not the can the Texans upset. Is there is this early buzz over C.J. Stroud warranted? And it will it will it is there a chance that they could? Graziano's got the Texans plus three over the Steelers. I got C.J. Stroud fever, baby. How can you not right now? Uh, Houston offense. Houston's offense seems to be making weekly leaps forward around the rookie quarterback. And in spite of what, I don't, uh, listen, they haven't faced this. They still got these tackles that they've got going on. Now, Bobby Sloak did a great job of keeping people in. That means fewer guys that are going to be uh, in, the, in, in the patterns, running routes. But you got to protect this guy, and he's made. He still, even though you know he was under pressure, he was being blitzed. They were bringing six. Uh, he still had two and a half seconds to make decisions, and he was making quick decisions, even secondary decisions. But this is going to be different than what he faced. Josh Allen is a good pass rusher. T.J. Watt is going to be there with his brother, having his. Ring Uh, of Honor. The Ring of Honor presentation. This is going to be different. Um, I I know that there's a lot of hype about this football team right now, and there's a lot to be happy about, especially offensively. I don't know that I'm ready to say that they're going to beat the Steelers yet, though.
0: I think they can do well. Their defense will do well against that Steelers offense. I've spoken about my... My distaste for the Kenny Pickett hype. Not necessarily the player himself, but the, the hype surrounding him. And he's not been good this year. But I have so, but Alex Highsmith and T.J. Watt coming off the edge against, that, against these tackles is what I fear. They found a way to game plan around. If they can get the running game going, that would be great. I have my doubts. But can you keep your quarterback upright against this pass rush? And like you mentioned, it'll be J.J. Watt day. You know T.J.'s going to want to put on a show. Um, in front of his brother, and there'll be lots of Steelers fans here. Yeah. So this one's scary. Yeah.
2: Now, if you want, I, it was so I, I, Tennessee. What are you doing? The Titans were running two tight ends wherever Miles Garrett was, and Miles Garrett just got up and went to the other side. Yeah, you, yeah. If he <laughs> and then and then when Miles Garrett and then they both went that way. Miles Garrett went back the other way, and they had to call a timeout.
0: Yeah, you. If, so if Miles Garrett just did that for every play, <laughs> so, how many delay of games would he have forced? So, 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 put a tight, put a put both tight ends in,
2: put them on either side, whichever side Miles Garrett lines up on. You, you you put in motion the other yeah. guy, and he won't have time to run to the other side. Yeah, it was so dumb what the Titans were doing. If you want to double team T.J. Watt, and okay, you put Beck in a tight end out there and wing on the wings. And then you, 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 you go in motion towards that side. that TJ Watt is on. That's, I mean, it just doesn't, it's, it's kind of stupid and you're going to have to have to double team. TJ Watt.
0: Yes. Which will leave the guy who was the star. Well, along with TJ, Watt, Alex Highsmith was a star in the Monday night game. So that is the problem with the Steelers. TJ Watt possibly the best defensive player in the game today. You also have a very capable pass rusher in Highsmith on the other side. So I don't envy whoever has to line up one-on-one against Highsmith because you're getting no help. If if it's determined very early on that they can't handle TJ Watt without sending multiple guys over there to chip to or even direct the guard over there, Highsmith's going to get a lot of one-on-one stuff. I don't like it.
2: And it's going to be Fant and Jones again. Apparently, not great news uh, coming out of the Laramie Tunsil camp. Uh, a lot of pain still. He's in a lot of pain, so that is that is not great news uh, for C.J. Stroud. C.J. had played. He has played fantastically with uh, less than stellar offensive line. But you do. I love what Bob, Bobby Slowick did last week. You know, teams adjust. And we'll see if the what the Steelers adjustments they make to try to get to what they can do to get to uh, C.J. Stroud quicker. Uh, the the Jaguars weren't able to, even though they were blitzing, they still weren't able to. Do you just rely on T.J. Watt, Highsmith, Ogun Joby? Do do you do you four man rush him because you saw against the blitz he was really 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 good. He made quick decisions and got the ball to the people. If you drop eight, that's even tougher sometimes for a rookie Yeah, if
0: you're the Steelers, you have to hope because of the backup tackles that you can't get there with with your four-man pressures. You would hope that your two rush-ins or two rush linebackers are, are good enough. And, and then you'll game plan if you don't get any pressure. But Fant and Jones against Highsmith and – Watt should be a clear win in the Steelers' favor if the tech, if they find a way to mitigate that and and hold up. Just another credit to the coaching staff and to those to those guys for showing up. I don't think you need to attack them with five or six until no. until you until it's proven that they do hold up.
2: Well, and you know Patrick Peterson is getting up there. Um, Levi Wallace Minka's Minka's really is still really really good. Keanu Neal. They've got some nice defensive backs and. If you've got to keep people in there just to protect the three-man rush, which if you're keeping people in, now Damian Pierce or Singletary, they can see, okay, it's a three-man rush. I can I can get out here in the flat, a swing pass possibly, and help him out because I don't have to protect. Um, but if you're keeping six in and, and just sending three guys in a pattern with eight guys dropping, it's going to be awfully difficult. It's going to be awfully difficult. I'm not sure that bringing the, the house against C.J. Stroud is the best idea. I think, I think the Steelers are going to switch it up, and they've got guys that can win one-on-one battles with uh, T.J. Watt and Ogan Joby and uh, with Alex Highsmith. So this will be interesting to see how the Steelers attack this one on Sunday. I'm not ready to say that. The, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm really happy, and I really I, I enjoyed last week, and I'm excited about C.J. Stroud, and I'm excited about, the, I'm excited about Tank. But I'm not ready to say, "Ooh, if the Steelers are coming in. You're going to kick that ass."
0: No, I'm not there. But I do think this Texans defense can have some success against that Steelers offense. I'm not thoroughly impressed with them at all. I've talked about it, so I think their defense has a chance to keep them in this game, even if they do struggle offensively. No. Because Najee Harris is a nice back, but that Steelers offensive line isn't great. Um, they don't. He he's not an explosive player, and. And we know who can- we've seen what Kenny Pickett is. I mean the George Pickens play on Monday Night was nice, but they're not an explosive offense, and the Raiders defense ain't great. I think the Texas defense is better. I think we've seen their ability to create turnovers at least we did against Jacksonville so I think the, the Texas defense might be the star of this one, keeping them in this game as long and, and giving them a chance to make a couple of plays because I don't know how much success they'll have consistently offensively.
2: So, uh, Graziano said, you know, if this turns into a shootout, I like the Texans. I don't see a shootout. No, I don't see it either. I don't see a shootout. I, I, there's. I don't think there's... Anyway that this is going to be a shoot, I think I see a low-scoring game, and this is going to be. It'll be interesting to see how this one turns out. But nope, I don't see that in the future. Not, 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 not at all. All right, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six, the number to get in here with us on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. I'm talking about Aqueduct Plumbing right now. I'm talking about my man Billy Brown. I'm talking about. Just a great place if you 've got any issues whatsoever, it just sucks to have a plumbing issue man and oh by the way, if you 've got a plumbing issue you need it, you, need it, you need help right away they are They are really quick to respond, especially if you 've got a bad leak they 're going to get somebody there they 're going to diagnose it because well, we had our leak and all of a sudden the floorboards are starting to come up and you're like, oh, wow, what in the heck is going on here? We thought it was in the ceiling. He came over. No, it's right there down here uh, in the in the living room and had to tear it out, tear out the wall, stop the leak, and Resto Pros came and, and restored all the floors and the walls, and it was just a perfect scenario for us. It sucks, sucks if you need a plumber, an emergency plumber. So if you do... Put this number in your phone right now. You need it right away. So put this number in your phone so that you always got it. 281-488-6238. 281-488-6238. Or aqueductplumbingcompany.com.
1: ESPN 97.5.com. Fighter of the night, man. You're a master of karate and friendship for everyone. Say man. As- Veritex Community Bank Studios. It's the offensive masterminds. Running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline.
2: Alright, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. John Dell, along with John in pushing the buttons in, uh, in the studio. Astros with the biggest game of the year. Facing a guy in Bryce Miller who we looked at, they have a total of four hits in 38 at-bats against Bryce Miller this year. Four hits in 38 at-bats. They're hitting 105 against Bryce Miller. And this is the guy that you got to beat in the biggest game of the year. There is no bigger game. I, we've said it. It's been time and time again that the, that was the biggest game to date, and this is without question the biggest game to date. And you just got to come out of your shell. Now, it's a small sample size. Guys have three at-bats, six at-bats, whatnot. But it is big enough. And And Fromber has faced these guys plenty. There's some guys with 20 at-bats against Fromber. Um, and Fromber's looked okay against them. There are a couple of guys that have gotten to him a little bit. But I think, you know, the other night when it was the biggest game of the year, uh, Monday night's game was bigger than last night's game. Yes. Because you had, you had to win that.
0: Yeah, and you had, last night, you had a chance to maybe solidify yourself, but no. it wasn't desperate time, Des- like no. it was for the Mariners. Tonight, this is a, it's these desperate. Are desperate.
2: Yeah. Yes, Four games left in the season, and they've got five games. And if you lose this game, you fall behind them, and you are in some big trouble. And you have to sweep, and they have to split. And by the way, Arizona is good. Arizona is in the same spot you are. They're the five seed right now, and fighting for their playoff life. So, I mean, it's not like, oh, well, we're just going to go to Arizona and just destroy them, because
0: well, you still are. Well, judging by the history, it's worse that Arizona. It's worse if Arizona didn't care, because what the what did the Royals have to care about?
2: Um, Hop Christian Javier's season is over. You don't think? You mean? Regular season, or regular you? season. Okay, his you, regular season is over, and I don't know that there's a bigger. I don't know that there's a bigger disappointment on this team.
0: Concerning what you we just expected? gave
2: the money, you just gave him this off season, sixty-four million.
0: Has any big money deal? Did any big money deal work out?
2: No. Montero's didn't work out. That was thirty three, thirty four million. a half fifty eight and a half million. This is sixty four million for Christian Javier. At one point, Christian Javier was seven and one. He was nine and two, ended up nine and five on the season. But his ERA went ballooned. Okay. He didn't have a good start, his first Balloon. start of the season. Balloon. He's low point this season, he had a 2.84 ERA on
0: June 3rd. A 2.84. And that is when the World Baseball Classic stuff kicked in according to people, right? right? right. <laughs> Actually,
2: it kicked in the very next game. Day where the next start where he pitched 5 innings, gave up 4 runs. Then he had a really nice outing against Washington, 6 innings with uh um just five hits, no runs, but just but just two strikeouts. And that was probably the precursor. That was the, what the heck is going on here? He's not striking people out anymore. He's not, you know, he doesn't look like the same. And then the Mets game came. Two and a third in which he walked five and struck out one. Gave up four earned runs that game. I was at that game and I was like, what is going on? very next game, four runs, six earned runs.
0: Four innings, six earned runs. See, I need a documentary not about Joe Burrow or Matthew Staff, whoever's going to be in the quarterback documentary on Netflix. A documentary on the change for Christian Javier from that moment in June to now. Like, we're not going to, like, he's not going to show up on a podcast and go, you know, what? I actually have some personal things to discuss or deal with, and that changed my season. We're not going to hear anything because that's not really how baseball works. They don't they do not do that for the most part. He's a foreign-born player that, that adds to the barrier between what we know about him. But I would love to fig- find out. Like maybe someone who's covered the Astros throughout the year. And it, it was asked to be kept quiet. Not that there's anything personal going on. But it, an explanation for what happened. From yeah. the guy who looked everything. He was living up to the, to the number that he was given as far as a contract. And what he was in the past. What happened in June? Why did it all flip? That that's a mystery to me. I don't think I don't think anyone has an answer for. It. I wish we could find
2: out. Is the answer the most disappointing guy this season? Is I think it might be Christian Javier. He was a preseason for a few, more than a few people. He was a a, a preseason Cy Young award candidate, and for him to have pitched the way that he has during this stretch, after the, that Mets game, the St. Louis game, and the Texas game, three outings, eleven innings. He gave up 18 earned runs in 11 innings. That's not bad, that's horrific. He has not had a clean sheet since June 15th in which he gave up that that 5 that 6 innings, 5 hits, no earned runs. He has given up runs and only in one outing since then did he give up one run. He is a what was otherwise multiple runs in every
0: start. He was what was considered a plus starter on a on a potential World Series yes. rotation. He hasn't gotten seven innings since May 5th. He hasn't been gone beyond the sixth inning since May 5th. Right. And yeah. I know baseball has changed, but we're talking about a dude who he only
2: had one outing of seven innings all year. Yeah,
0: all year. But getting beyond the sixth inning hasn't happened since May 5th.
2: Yeah. And of late, he's only gone once this month, six innings. He didn't go six innings. Once this month, he went six innings. He In two months, he went six innings once. And in three months, he went six innings three times. Or twice, excuse me. He went in three, the last three months of the season, he got to six innings Six complete innings twice in the last three months of baseball. Yes, yeah, I think he is number one disappointment on the season. Number
0: two would be Montero for
2: me. And Abreu's got to be up there as well.
0: But you saw, but we all saw the Montero thing coming, Yeah, right?
2: I, I didn't have huge expectations for him. But that he got all that money and performed the way that he did. He wasn't bad. He was horrific as well. He was horrific. But Breu was a disaster. A disaster. All three of these guys got paid this offseason. The guys who got paid performed the worst this season for the team. That's just... That is... And I don't, I don't know if it's you know money and it changed them. Because Breu had money before this.
0: And Javier was good. Leading up to the point, he wasn't. So it wasn't like he started off terrible. So I can't even attribute him getting money to that.
2: You know, no, this is just—it's inexplicable, and it's—it's it's a, 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 a you know, and you know, Dusty's catching a lot of heat. Will Dusty be back? And all of this stuff—you got some problems because you have all three of these guys who were your problem children this year. You've got all of them back for years to come. And if they don't perform, you got to keep throwing them out there but otherwise that's just dead money. Uh, because all three of them, 11 a year, 18 and a half a year, um 12 and a half a year. I mean, you got you got some serious money out there for these guys and they're uh, they're they're not, not 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 are they underperforming? They are bad. They are poorly performing. So this is kind of a big deal that you get Christian Javier. And I don't know how you get Jose Abreu, right? I don't know, but he, but but Javier and Montero have. There has to be something that you do with them this offseason. Maybe it's rest, and maybe it's delivery. Maybe it's whatever it is. Whatever it is, they got a lot of work to do for these next couple of years with these guys because you have got to depend on them otherwise you're just it's just money sitting there. It's dead money. And there's a lot of dead money in baseball. You have got McCullers dead money. <laughs>
0: we didn't even we didn't even talk You've about had
2: Michael Brantley dead money. How much money You've are
0: got, they spending on guys who either have been terrible or can't play? Yeah. How much is devoted? Um, look, we talk about like in different sports they attribute games missed like to injury and how it affects a team. Bad money into bad players, at least for the season, or not available players has been a big issue with the Astros. Dustin says, the, no, the most disappointing person this season is Jim Crane. Waiting so long to hire a GM is what screwed today's club. Blame Bagwell all you want, but this is on Jim, not Bagwell. Well,
2: there's no question. He didn't have a great year. He,
0: Jim, Jim Crane did not have a great year.
2: So this, uh, that, that is, that is, there's, I don't think there's any question about that, um, is the number. But, oh, you can't call in. It's a weird time. We've got, we have got my bookie to talk about right now. If you're looking for the best way to win and get paid. First of all, that's important in a bookie. Secondly, what about giving you cash bonuses to play with? And, you know, I don't know if you've ever done it before. If you have done it before, you know, okay, you've got to play it multiple times, and then the kid goes through the system, and all of this stuff has to happen. Well, there's a no-strings-attached, quick-withdraw uh, cash bonus at my bookie right now. So you want to play, you want to win, you want to get paid. You can get receive up to $200 in cash. You got a minimum deposit that's 50 bucks, but you can receive up to $200 in cash, in cash, instantly to your my Bookie account and you butt it once and you can withdraw it that's different than any other system that i've ever seen another system that's different is your brand new cash out system on parlays you win the first two legs of your parlay you can cash out early this is awesome because of that third game a lot of time oh i don't feel good about it something happened maybe some player was injured they lose their quarterback they lose their running back whatever the case may be and you're su- stuck with that bet i want out you get out you win the first couple, you can get out. That's how good this is. It's different than any other any other uh, bookie that you're going to find out there. They deliver at MyBookie. MyBookie.ag. You've got to put in promo code BET975 if you want to get that cash bonus. MyBookie.ag, promo code BET975. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.
1: ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here, your family. Look at our family now. Time now for News of the Weird with John and Lance. Weird. weird. John and Lance Weird. News of the Weird. News. News. Weird.
2: So we saw the video of uh, Colorado before the game. Shiloh Sanders talking smack. doing all, You know. And then he, they got there.
0: He said got, something along the lines of, I'll beat your mm-hmm. A and, and your coaches A2. So, and we saw...
2: That white kid from Colorado, kind of stomping on the O, scuffing the O, yeah, scuffing the O. He was scuffing it. Well, New Mexico State quarterback Diego Pavia took a different approach. At New Mexico, before the game, allegedly they were in the New Mexico indoor practice facility.
0: I don't like where this is going.
2: <laughs> and there's a camera from a news outlet that caught him
0: urinating. I knew it was somebody on their function. logo. I thought it would have been worse. I thought it was the other function. Dropping a deuce? Yeah, I thought it could have no, been that. That's too that's, that's too far. That's, you okay. go too far. Okay.
2: Yeah, a little urination, there's nothing wrong with that, right? And who won the game?
0: Uh who did win the game? New Mexico New Mexico State. New Mexico New Mexico. I'll look it up. And he played for State or, or UNM? Uh he plays for New Mexico State. New and Mex-
2: he he urinated on the Well, the, um, well,
0: He won, so... He won? He wins both ways.
2: They won 27-17.
0: Except now he's gone. I don't know if if there's anything... Is there (laughs) anything you can do about it when the the opposing team's quarterback pees on your logo? Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah. I don't know. Is there any... What's worse? Elijah Moore faking like a dog and then it costs his team a 15-yard penalty and eventually losing? Or this guy actually peeing on the practice field logo? Which one is worse for your reputation?
2: Uh... I think urinating, but I ah, kind of like. But, he and he ended, he ended up winning the game. And, he and better it. than Shadow Sanders saying he was going to beat everybody's. Ass. And wind
0: up in a hospital. Yeah, yeah. And
2: wh- he wound up in the hospital, right? Um, yeah. Sorry. Um, so a couple of not smart, not the smartest, uh, not the smartest crooks. One was a guy, a drug dealer in Florida. He called the cops to report his drugs being stolen. That's something that drug dealers see. That's that's been that's forever. If you're a drug dealer, you know there's a chance you got you're going to get your drugs stolen because it, you have no
0: recourse. It's part of the game. Well, you have a recourse, but it doesn't involve the feds right, or the police. Right. I'm watching Top Boy. It's on Netflix. It's a drug gang type show based in London. That's fun. And, and the worst thing you can do, they think, is call the feds for to solve any, any problem. Like a guy used the feds to get rid of his get rid of his uh his competitor and his partner was like what are you doing we don't do that we'll kill people but we don't do that yeah so yeah don't call don't call the police if your drugs are stolen that's part of the risk you go get them back yourself in very violent ways i've I've seen on television
2: yeah i mean you just don't that's just something you just don't do you can't call the cops. by the way
0: he was arrested
2: yeah 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 but i mean if there's no drugs there's no proof right so yeah. how can the cops prove? Do you
0: think they came to his home and found drugs laying around, just not the drugs he was looking for? Um, if he's dumb enough to call them to the find his drugs, probably he probably wasn't things. great at hiding what he did. Yeah, have. Sh- scales with yeah. yeah. There's all kinds. Hey, of why are there people in their underwear cutting up coke in your in your living room? Don't call us while you're doing that. Yeah, we, ha- we have to arrest you.
2: Yeah. Um, there's also um, a new trend starting up. Barbie has started up a trend of adults buying. New dolls for emotional support?
1: Nah.
0: Do you need not a thing? An emotional support doll? No. I'm I'm barely for the animal version. the The live animal okay. version, I barely understand. Or if you could buy an emotional support doll,
2: why would I want a doll? What? Which? Well, if you could buy an what emotional support doll would you get?
0: Hmm. Well, what inanimate object would I buy to comfort me? I get That's a in doll form? Rabbit. You're just a perv. Well, yeah. Damn. You're not looking for emotional support. That ain't emotional support. Yes, it is. You're looking for a well, real. Wait a minute. A... I Are don't look... want a Batman. Are you an... looking for a real doll size or just an actual doll? No, I want the big one. You're looking the, for a life-like real doll. That's what you're looking for. That's different. That ain't emotional support. That's emotional support why, to me. Why Jessica Rabbit? You couldn't. You could pick any person that that doll could look like. You're picking Jessica Rabbit. Well,
2: my well, I'd probably have to be a little one because my wife wouldn't have it in the house. Oh, she wouldn't want uh, like uh, a 70
0: pound things uh, Lifelike staring at her while uh, and asking what you're doing doll? with it. Well, no, yeah. I don't think any of it works when you have a significant other. Um, no, I'm not buying a doll. What doll would you get, John? You need. You, what bo- doll would you get?
1: Uh, I would. I would choose an, a live animal over a doll. Who needs an inanimate? Uh, he said, an inanimate object to make you feel better. That's what That's what dogs are for, John.
2: Yeah. know. see, emotional but, but support here's the, doll. Here's the deal. You don't have to walk the doll. You you don't have to clean up. But after you have the doll. to tell you don't people. Have to feed the doll. You have to. But tell you have people. to explain it. Okay. That's, that's to, the problem.
0: I would clean up all the poop of that dog rather than explain to someone I have an emotional support doll.
2: Yeah, no, 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 that, to me, much easier, much better. You don't have to, you go out at night, you don't have to worry about You have to carry doll. the, you're
0: carrying the doll with you no. at night. Yes, you uh, are. You I, it's I bring, emotional support doll, that's no, the point.
2: No, you don't bring a uh, dog everywhere. People take
0: it on airplanes. Right, but you don't
2: bring it so, everywhere. So are you going. I only want it when I get excuse home. Excuse
0: me, miss, um, can I get a seatbelt that fits my emotional support doll uh, on yeah. the plane? No, no,
2: no, you can carry it with you. See, that's the great thing about a doll as opposed to, to a doll. to answer your
0: question, it'd be Donatello from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Only te- because I just saw that movie, <laughs> the animated movie. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not buying a doll. Okay, a plane passenger is under a
2: little bit of fire. Apparently on a flight, a long flight to Germany, from Germany to Macedonia, this passenger behind him kept shaking his seat. <laughs> so what did he do?
0: Did he shoot he him? He took
2: a bunch of saliva. Oh, that's. And put it on the back, put it with his hand on the back of the seat. You know what didn't happen the rest of the flight? The
0: guy didn't shake a seat. Didn't shake a seat anymore. How much saliva it... would it take to deter that guy? Because eventually he's going to dry into the fabric of that cheap seat. Uh, I don't care. I'm going to be gonna get off that. I'll never if... get in that seat again. I wonder if he did it all the, like, throughout the flight. He kept going back yeah. to his mouth like a pitcher oh, he on said... a cold night. Uh, so next time I uh, felt the shaking, I
2: pretended to stretch. I wet my fingers with a generous lick, near spit on him, grabbed the back of my seat, and just doused his hand. Oh, oh, hit his hand. his hand.
0: Okay, there it is. Yeah. But, then it's
2: over. Uh, yeah, stop. Needless to say, he didn't touch my seat again. That's a good move.
0: Right, why are you shaking anyone's seat? Why
2: are you shaking the seat?
0: I don't, I don't understand.
2: Do me. you, okay, here's an important question. Is it? Do you lower your seat when you get on a plane?
0: I don't do that. You don't put your seat back. No, I don't. I don't either. No, ever. But Most, people do it in front of you, and you're like, "It's like what the f?" Yeah, it's immediately. Come on, you're not getting that much satisfaction from push, pushing your seat back. Stop it.
2: No, I'm done. I'm done with. Uh, I'm done with people that put their seat back. Okay. Um, so that's news of the weird. We have got the biggest game of the year tonight. 905
0: start so no. get, get your naps in if you're gonna watch it and hopefully Lance'll
2: text you at about three in the
0: morning again I don't want him text me yeah anything he's, ever he's he's texting this texting me talking about how show, how we're ruining his show tweeting
2: the show about his show and how this show
0: is ruined like dewpoint doesn't ruin the show I mean his adD doesn't ruin the show stop it everything about him ruins the show well, that's true
2: all right, we are done. We will talk to you again tomorrow, everybody. Hope you have a great day and hope you have a great night watching Astros baseball. Uh, I'm talking right now about Coors Light. Do you think I had any Coors? Yes, I had some Coors Lights yesterday. Do you think we said goodbye to Jay Frank, who is the big, huge Coors Light representative here in the city of Houston? He's moving to Kansas City, so best of luck to Jay Frank. We threw down a bunch of Coors Lights with him yesterday at Little Woodrow's on Shepherd. it was fun and here's the deal is if you're looking for a great way to throw down some Coors Lights it doesn't matter where you are in the city of Houston make sure that you got Coors Light make sure that you're refreshed make sure that you're keeping Texas chilled we love our Coors Lights we'll have some today I know we will we're going to be playing some golf. I don't care what you're doing. If you're doing something, if it's boring, you need Coors Light. If it's fun, you need Coors Light. If it's non, if whatever it is that you're doing, you need Coors Light. Cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. Keep Texas chill. Help me out. I'm doing my part. You do too, yours too. Keeping Texas chill.
1: ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We got weights in fish. We got weights in fish. There we go. Oh. Hey.